It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, I tell you what, Mr. Rich, honest to goodness, here we have Christmas and and all of the shopping, and then before you know it, the new year, and then we have such turmoil and such conflict. Isn't that interesting that it's all coming to America's plate uh, right now at this time of year? Well, it sure is, Dad. And everywhere I look, it's like it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. But we do have uh, on the news and everywhere else you look, conflict and turmoil. Yeah. Well, that's why, folks, we're going to open this complete story broadcast with something a little different because there have been times... When people were faced with Christmas at the same time, faced with unbelievable conflict. You know, America, we fought World War I, we fought World War II, we fought uh, the Korean War, and then we fought uh, the Vietnam, all of these, but we also had a civil war, a civil war, and Abraham Lincoln was trying to figure out how how to bring things together. And we're going to open today's program about a Christmas dealing with that. Now, who wrote oh, this, Oh, Dad, Rich? this is one of my favorite Christmas songs, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. Well, and it's a story. I know. that We're going to hear the narration of how this came to be. Yeah. And it was during the time of Civil War when there was such conflict and division in our nation and how Henry Wadsworth Longfellow was right in the middle of this and how it came to him to write this song. Okay, so settle back, folks. You'll have to catch these words and the music as it comes along. Here it is. It was a long, cold winter of 1863. The war between the states raged mercilessly. Antietam, Vicksburg, Gettysburg, Chickamauga. Sons, fathers, and brothers from Mississippi to Maine had not come home for Christmas and many would never return. Poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow sat in Cambridge, Massachusetts, pondering the state of the world around him. Longfellow had been widowed for two years since his wife's dress tragically caught fire, and his son, Charles, was now seriously wounded, having been injured on December 1st by a Confederate bullet at the Battle of New Hope Church. As he sat nursing his son on the long road to recovery, listening to the church bells pealing forth Christmas tidings. He struggled with the message of the angels proclaiming, Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. And he took up his pen and wrote.
love that. I love that. And then my favorite line is right in the middle of all of that conflict and turmoil where the songwriter says, God is not dead, nor does he sleep. And that's where we are today. That's exactly Is that amidst all of this turmoil and conflict that we see on the news, God is not dead and he is not asleep, but he is taking us forward. But I tell you what, there is conflict going on and Mm. the struggle is for the heart and life of men right. to live respectfully and respectably and raise their children and have a marriage and have a family right. and absolutely. And we should not be on the sidelines, but we should be standing yeah. for righteousness. I just love that. I want to say, too, if you go to botradionetwork.com, go to our website, you'll see this uh, narration with the video images of it. It's just very powerful, yeah. botradionetwork.com. All right, now we keep talking about Mr. Producer on the other side of the glass here. Mr. Producer, he's the one that makes it all happen, folks. His name is Ken Monroe. And when Rich and I are sitting in the studio and we're looking through the glass here at the control room, we're talking to Mr. Producer, mm-hmm. whose name is Ken Monroe. But what a nice, nice Christian man. And I'll tell you what, if you want peace, Ken Monroe is going to tell you where to find it. It's in the second chapter of Luke in the Bible. Here it is. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, under the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son 
and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Hmm. That's the true meaning of Christmas, and yeah. that's what we celebrate, and that's what we broadcast 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 exactly. days a you year. See, on Bod Radio Network, we like to think Christmas is every day because that's our message. You know, Rich, I've mentioned this a couple of times recently, but it occurred to me that Christ was born to die. Right. So that we may die and live. He was the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Exactly. And that's another reason to go to our website, because this narration, with all of its video images, is also available at our website, botradionetwork.com. Listen, let's take a listener comment here for a minute. Uh, let's hear from this gentleman from Plattsburgh, Missouri. Here it is. Hi, my name is Marsh Ann, oh, here in Plattsburgh, Missouri. I want to say uh, Box Radio Station is a wonderful station. I order out for you guys all the time, and I feel so good reading and listening to you guys that I'll never stop reading for the rest of my life and listening. Thank you very much. Bye. Oh, I said, gentlemen, no, no, no. That's not, Marcia. That's not. Now, here is a lady who loves through the Bible. I just wanted to say how much I appreciate the programming, uh, especially the Through the Bible expository teaching and preaching of J. Vernon McGee. I enjoy that every day, and then especially the Sunday sermons of you there at Bob Radio. Thanks again. Well, I tell you what, there's I tell you what, the radio audience, the radio family, the Bob Radio Network family, is all. Sizes and shapes and ages and everything. It really is a family. Here is a lineman from Arkansas. Yes, I'm a lineman here in Arkansas, and I just I ride around all day looking at line, watching, listening to y'all's programs. And y'all have really blessed me. I take it home to my kids and, and my wife and instill them with God's Word. Thank y'all very much. God bless. 
Yeah. You know, uh, that reminded me that when you have electricity at your home or anything else that makes a home function, it's the linemen and the people who absolutely keep it working, keep it going. All of those things we got to remember to take time. Especially at this time of the year when there's ice storms and such. Now, here is one of my favorite stories because, Rich, it is easy to discount a policeman, a highway trooper especially, because their job is rough. How do we keep order in society? If you get hurt, who do you call a policeman? If you get in an auto accident, who do you call? Well, for goodness sakes, get a policeman. And they run to the danger. And that's exactly right. It's the policeman today. Now, today we have a very increasingly troubled society. We're raising children that are not respectful. And they grow up to be an 18-year-old, and they've never learned that a policeman is to be listened to. And, of course, when he's talking to you and asking you, why you're speeding or why you're doing this or that, the only thing to have learned to do is to respectfully respond to him. So a policeman has a really tough job, probably a lot at Christmas time, because people are doing a lot of things at Christmas, I'm sorry to say, they shouldn't be doing. And you see that slogan, to serve and protect. Yeah. That's the mission of a well, policeman. listen now, folks. Listen to this story about the highway trooper a highway trooper, because he was a man, he was a person, and I want you to get the idea of what he was saying. I'm going to tell you a story from my highway patrol days. I simply call this my Christmas Eve. The hours late should go to bed, near midnight, I believe. But memories keep me wide awake this snowy Christmas Eve. Yes, memories of my kids moved on. Each has their separate life. And how the holidays have changed since angels took my wife. The toys, the food, the Christmas cheer. My wife would bear the load because I would work most holidays, state trooper on the road. Just sitting in my easy chair, so many years retired, I reminisce on times gone by and all that has transpired. Of all the many happenings that seemed to come to light, a multitude of them occurred right on this very night. A drunken woman in Iraq who died on Christmas Eve leaves memories of a tragic case most people can't believe. I had to drive to where she lived to tell her next of kin, found the run-down mobile home she had been living in. The person answering the door, I still recall today, a little girl about four years old, she said, I'm Sue McKay. I asked her if her dad was home and felt the longest pause. She said, my daddy ran away. You must be Santa Claus. My mommy said you'd come tonight if I just stayed in bed and bring a pretty doll for me. It's what my mommy said. I broke the law that Christmas Eve, did not call child's care. They'd merely put her in a room and that I couldn't bear. I picked her up and took her home. My wife tucked her in bed and wrapped a pretty doll for her, just like her mommy said. Adopted by a loving home and soon they moved away. I won't forget that Christmas Eve. And little Sue McKay. Another bitter Christmas Eve, a blizzard to behold, had left a family in the ditch just trapped there in the cold. By grace of God, I spotted them all cold and gaunt with fright, drove them to a motel room to safely spend the night. One Christmas Eve, a homeless man, shivering and wet, was trying hard to get a ride I'm sure he'd never get. 
I picked him up and drove him to a diner on the hill to warm his bones and left him with a $5 bill. Strange how when you're all alone with memories you recall, you think of everything you've done. Was it worth it all? I think about my God, my job, my children, and my wife. Would I do it all the same? Could I relive my life? Then comes a knock upon my door. This late, who could it be? A neighbor or a Santa Claus come to visit me? The figure standing in the cold gives me a sudden fright. A trooper with that solemn look, dear God, who's died tonight? I'm flashing back through bygone years and how I'd often stood on someone's porch to bring them news, and it was never good. Is this how life gets back at me for misery I've induced, where pain I've caused some other folks has now come home to roost? But looking in the trooper's eyes, my mind is in a whirl. I see a pleasant countenance. The trooper is a girl. She smiled and reached to shake my hand, and silence wasn't broke until a tear rolled down her cheek, and then she softly spoke. I'm sure you don't remember me, but thought I'd stop and say, God bless you on this Christmas Eve. I'm Trooper Sue McKay. I wonder as I wander out under the sky. How Jesus the Savior did come for to die For poor lonely people like you and like I I wonder as I wonder When Mary birthed Jesus, twas in a cow stall, with wise men and farmers and shepherds and all, while high from God's heaven a star's light did and the promise of ages it then did recall if jesus had wanted for any we think a star in the sky
you know, I thought that was just beautiful. Now, that was my son-in-law, Galen Gott, G-A-U-T, but it still was really, really good. He's my brother-in-law. He married my sister. (laughs) I tell you what, let's hear a couple more comments from our listeners, because I love to talk to the family that are out there. Can I give the listener comment line? Well, all right. 1-800-345-2621, because we would like to hear from you. Yeah, and you, and you, by the way, also. 800-345-2621. All right, here is a gentleman. Yeah, I'm going to say I've got tremendously blessed by the network. I have been able to renew my mind, as Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, by listening to the radio station through the day and through the night. It's been a tremendous way for me to grow in my faith, and thank you so much for providing it for me. Thank you. Yeah. Now, we don't hear. We need to hear from more people from South Dakota. And um, But here is a lady from Illinois who enjoys listening to Bot Radio Network. I have been wanting to call and tell you how much Bot Radio means to me. I moved to the Illinois area about seven years ago, and I found 91.5 Bot Radio. And whatever time I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is turn on the radio to get my day started right. And I thank you so much for that. And I enjoy all of the programs, but I especially like listening to Dr. David Jeremiah. So thank you. Okay. Well, um, now here, folks, uh, here is Carol Robison. And um, since we have been playing his music, people really like it. They ask about it. And and who is he? And and uh, where did he come from? Well, he sent me, because he's a radio listener of Bot Radio Network also, he sent me a song that he's just recorded. We may be the first that have released this song uh, since he since he did it. But uh, Carol Robertson, R-O-B-E-R-S-O-N, lives in Ripley, Mississippi, on the land that his grandfather owned. And yet he travels all over. But he told me, Every song he records, he wants it to be a sermon. And here is his latest recording. I believe in Christmas. I believe the Bible is true. I believe in Christmas. From a child, I always knew. One day, I trusted the Savior. His spirit, he impart I believe in Christmas because Christmas is in my heart I believe in angels who came down that first Christmas night I believe the shepherds Saw the star shining so bright It's more than just a story I know Jesus is real I believe in Christmas Because His love I can feel I believe that Jesus was God and he was man I believe the man 
mystery Though my mind can't understand When I think of Christmas I look up to the stars I believe in Christmas Because Christmas is in my heart When I think of Christmas I look up to the stars I believe in Christmas Because Christmas is in my heart <laughs> Tell you what, that's where Christmas needs to be Not in your pocketbook Not in your dashing and prancing And all over the place Not with piles of paper around the Christmas tree Christmas is in your heart. I heard John MacArthur say the spirit of Christmas is worship, and it's almost here, Dad. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, son. All right, this is Dick Bott with my son Rich on this chapter of The Complete Story as a public service, and I'll see you later. Mm-hmm.